Enjoy this audiobook sample of the Diaries of Vampires and MILFs, a milk and blood fanfiction by New York Times bestselling authors Taryn Coffey and Isaac Sprague. Dear Diary, I was wrong. I thought I could just get through life without having someone by my side, someone to share life with. Dear Diary, I got choked out by a nine-foot-tall vampire woman in a Victorian dress today. It was simultaneously the scariest and the greatest day of my life. She swept into my life, came out of the blue. Something about the way she smiled. Something about the way she glowed. I mean, she could really grip and not, not like the kind of, it's not like the sex choking where they pinch you around the sides like she was straight up crushing trachea. Which, I, I don't know, I kind of like that more, honestly. I'll erase this part. I never thought I'd meet someone that just knows me on a deeper, personal, emotional level that I've just been longing this whole time, this big gap in my soul. My heart hasn't beat this fast since that day 12 years ago when my entire family, all my friends, and my dog died at the hands of a mysterious nine-foot-tall buxom silhouette. Something I'm sure has nothing to do with the woman I met at the bar tonight. There are so many questions that just race through my mind. There are three things I do know. One, who is she? How have I not seen her before? One, that she's a vampire. I know this because she hemorrhaged a significant portion of my blood through a... I forget what the artery's called, but God, I hope she does it again. Two, am I really ready to just jump into this? To dive into this thrill? This intoxication? Secondly, I know that she's nine foot tall. And three, will I even survive this encounter? Will I even wake up the next morning? And third, I'm madly in love with her. I don't know what the future holds for both of us, for me, but I'm willing to take that chance. To live a little, to die a little. I don't know what fate has in store for me in the future. God, I really hope it's more of that hot vampire girl things she can do with those fangs. Also that thing she does with her thumb when she puts it. Oh, God damn it, I gotta switch pages. <clears throat> hello, hello. Hello. Rolling. Dear Diary, my name is Taryn from the Good, the Bad, and the Boys podcast. And my name is Isaac, and I just figured out the best fanfic on Monday. <laughs> I'm so ready for this new career path I'm going to undertake. Dear Diary, Blood and Milk, Chapter 12. <laughs> Blood and Milk. <laughs> Jesus. Jesus. All right, well. Uh... All right, well, hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Good, the Bad, and the Boys podcast. We're your hosts, previously introduced. Uh, and what are we talking about today, Isaac? We, we are getting into the Vampire Diaries. Vampire Diaries. CW. Oh, yeah. One in the CW-verse. Yes. So we talked about Twilight on Monday, the first first episode or the first movie in the Twilight Saga, the five-film $3.3 billion Twilight Saga. And now we're here to talk mm. about the CW's Vampire Diaries. Uh, An eight-season-long, eight seasons 22-episode each, 45-minute episode. 171 episodes Ooh. of Vampire Diaries by L.J. Smith. <laughs> 
Well, wait a minute. 171, you said? 171 episodes. Times 45. That's 7,695 hours of pure vampire diaries. You mean minutes? Oh, minutes. Yeah. I was like 7,000 hours of that. Va- what the <laughs> God fuck? God damn it, you're right. Wow. That's um, that's that's a full-time Math. job, watching vampire diaries. It's you know, a full-time My job. mom cleaned through that show in like two weeks. She's on. Wow. She's on to the sequel. There's a number of Vampire Diaries spinoff series. I think one's called Legacy. It's about like one of their kids, and there's another called The Originals. Oh, there's even more. Yeah. Oh, I thought The Originals was the only. Oh God, no. Yeah. Yep. There's the, the Vampire Diaries: A Darker Truth, The Originals, The Awakening, Legacies. Oh my God. Yeah. There's so many. Yeah. There's ones about like the witches. Eight season wasn't enough. There's one about the 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 vampires' kids. There's one about one of the villain factions from like season three. They got their own spinoff show. People love the Vampire Diaries. Damn. Yeah. The CW likes to really milk their properties. They will drag that shit out. Yeah. This was the most watched series until Arrow came in. So CW beat them. This is like. Uh... That's like Avatar and Avengers Endgame vying for <laughs> the top-selling <laughs> like, movie. It's some Disney Palpatine shit. Is that what the CW yeah. does with their own show? <laughs> that's, that's the CW verse, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, what I, I stopped watching Arrow once. Uh, I don't know. Felicity became Oracle. Like, damn it, You're just Batman. I don't understand. Felicity is I just Oracle. Get a Batman show. Why can't? We? Yeah, she like she gets paralyzed and she's in a wheelchair and she's she's literally Oracle. <laughs> is that that's <laughs> literally Barbara Gordon? That's so, Barbara like, Gordon, okay. though. Why is that? Why is that an Arrow character? <laughs> I I don't know. And then you know, Oliver Queen goes up against Rachel Ghoul in the League of Assassins. I'm just like, He's why not, am I just, like? Why is this Green Arrow? Just make it a Batman show at that point. He, so that's when I stopped watching. Doesn't he act like Batman too? He's not like the. Oh yeah, he's brooding. He's not the young adventurous Robin Hood. Yeah, I like be <laughs> Oliver Queen. The the Green Arrow. In like the Justice League, he's kind of a little shithead. He's just a regular dude with a bow and arrow, yeah. and he knows it. He just dresses like fucking Robin Hood, makes a bunch of jokes. He has that like Injustice playing as Green Arrow is hilarious. He, <laughs> he's like super funny. He's he's even more quippy than Flash sometimes. Yeah, Flash. I guess it depends on the Flash. The Wally West Flash, pretty quippy. Oh yeah, Wally West. But you know what? The CW. I don't, we, <laughs> we can go into <laughs> comics. <laughs> yeah, for a true. long time. Sorry. But we're here to talk yeah. about vampires. Comics, you know, did to us little virgin high school boys what the Twilight Saga did to the tween girls. And what Twilight Saga did to the tween girls, the Vampire Diaries did to wine-drunk trophy wives back in 2008. <laughs> it was a phenomenon. Like you said, only overtaken by the Arrow on CW. Which, I mean, if you see our two leads, it's no... It is no question... They are no hot. Sorry, my, my producer uh, made me... Hold on, I have to pull out the statement here. Um, uh, Damon's eyes are so hot. All right. I, I, I was forced to say that at gunpoint. Anyways, oh, help me. Uh, uh, our producer. <clears throat> Thanks. Thanks, wife, for getting that out there. Yeah, oh, it knows its leads are hot, and the show, <laughs> that's my favorite in episode one, goes out of its way to make sure you know that. The yeah. show follows Stefan and Damon, two vampires from the 1860s, they're, they're brothers, who return to their hometown in present day 2008 because their long-lost dead girlfriend, they think that she's back. Mm-hmm. They have sort of a love triangle. So right away we're getting into the vampiric 
the lust. Yes. The love triangle. Desires. Of it. And the diary portion of Vampire Diaries is Stefan's diary. Stefan is pretending to be a high schooler because he's a sick little fuck. Wait, what? What? You know that? Really? Yeah, they make class together. Oh. <laughs> oh, I thought the diary portion was just her recapping her, her crazy small town life. Oh, Elena? Yeah, Elena. I thought it was Elena's entries. No, it was it was Stefan's diaries. Uh, yeah, he taught. Well, Elena also keeps a diary, but since it's the vampire, di- I assume it was. Oh, I remember. Oh, yeah, Stefan, yeah. Right. Yeah, they bond. They, they do refer over their diaries. They talk about it. I didn't watch enough of the season. <laughs> <laughs> Listen on the juicy vampire lore. So anyway, Stefan. Yeah, is the he's sort of the narrator of the show, at least for like the first few episodes. He he was uh, in Smallville as Lex Luthor's half brother. Forget what his name was. Bobby McSquareface. Something like that. Something yeah, like that. <laughs> Robbie Rotten. <laughs> Robbie Rotten. <laughs> May he rest in peace. Yeah, uh, literally looks like <laughs> that was the first thing that popped in my head. When Paul I Wesley uh, plays him. He's he's in Paul that. Wesley. Paul Wesley and Ian Summerholder play the two. Yeah, who was on Lost. He was on Lost. Yeah, that takes me back. <laughs> it takes I was so vastly disappointed by the. Why aren't we talking about yeah. Lost? But yeah, and those are two. Those are two handsome men, and one of my favorite cheesy moments of the show. Because again, this is a cheesy CW drama, and it knows it. Stefan starts the show out, episode one. He's the narrator of the show, but we don't see his face. We see his silhouette, and we see him from the back. And he's hot. They even talk about it. The other characters, Elena and Bonnie, are like, you just see his back. Yeah, it's a hot back. (laughs) And there's just, oh, there's the music, and he's in the leather jacket. And then the face reveal, it turns around. And it's just Robbie Rotten. (laughs) Here's a little lesson (laughs) in trickery. Oh, God. This is going Yeah, down. CW is good so at that. They're good at that soap uh, opera. Oh, yeah. Very style. soapy show. They're very formulaic. They All the episodes hit their points where when they need to. Yep, they hit their beats. They all hit their beats. Uh, you know, same with the superhero shows. It's just very. And, fellas, let's be real with ourselves. You ever walk in on your girl watching Vampire Diaries? You're like, what are you watching? <laughs> and she says, Vampire Diaries. She's got her robe on, her fucking tee, the face mask watching vampire diaries and you're like ha what is this girly shit and you you know you sit down to make fun of it and you do and then 10 minutes later you're asking what the story's about why are they doing this <laughs> you're are you speaking from personal experience you hate to admit it but you're invested twilight is a movie that we love to hate the vampire diaries is a show that we hate to love that cheesy sappy shit you don't want to admit that you like it <laughs> But you do. Yeah. It's not good. It, it's it's funny. I just feel like Warner Brothers is like living in a different time. I don't know, with with all these shows. Just, <laughs> the way they film things is just very I don't know. It, it feels dated yet nostalgic yet I, I, I don't yeah, know. it has a very I don't know, all those soap dramas, they have like a very uh like golden era romance vibe to them. They really do. Like without yeah. the without the orchestral music. I just interject that mm. with like whatever hipster shits in that year. Yeah, whatever pop song. Yeah, whatever. Like oh, Smallville. Oh, oh my god, so many early two thousands. <laughs> got some green, some Green Punk Day rock. in Smallville. Yeah, Green Day. <laughs> that yeah, like, that represents <laughs> Superman. Yeah. 
yeah so cw yeah it's it's interesting how they it's interesting they, they have their their style they yeah they, they have their formula it works sometimes it works they, it certainly works for this show i think it yeah and when you had first started watching it you didn't like it very much those first few episodes yeah it was a little slow it is it's a very slow pace to start slow start because i just i i don't i i'm just not a sappy person I'm like <laughs> uh, i don't I don't know if I want all this teen angst and drama and, and relationship boys problems. I don't know if I want to watch that. But then it kind of gets into some like vampire talisman, yeah. some history. This is where you, it you gets kind of good. uncover the underbelly of the town. It's mm-hmm. fun. It's kind of fun. It's a cool world. Again, just like Twilight. I love the world. <laughs> I love the world behind Vampire Diaries. Supernatural. And where they've come setting. from. Yeah. Yeah, I I would certainly, I think that's what makes this a more palatable, cheesy drama for me, for sure, is the supernatural setting behind it, because it's it's, It's always fun. And all the supernatural shit, it's really just a bunch of like plot devices, some new, some new spell that needs some new herb that goes in some new talisman thing and kills some fucking, opens some tomb. So you could get some weapons. You could kill whatever the villain of the season is. Yeah. It's all just like a bunch of treasure hunts. Throw in some Salem witches. Yeah, some witches. and Witchcraft, some creatures. Werewolves. Which I'm sure there's... Yeah, there's got to be creatures in later seasons. Yeah. Uh, the first season of Vampire Diaries is kind of eerily similar to Twilight. The whole first half is just like a shitty love story. And then there's like... There's it some is. That's what also kind of turned me away from it. There's some witch like, bait. Oh, no, this is kind of a... This is, yeah, this is kind of copy-paste a little bit from Stephanie Mayer's work, which <laughs> I think the directors for the show also was turned away just because of that, too. Mm. Like, this is very similar. This is oddly similar yeah. to Twilight. I think the show really comes into its own as it goes on. gets much more... Mm-hmm. Co- and in the later seasons, especially, it definitely knows what it is, and it's more equal part... It finds a more of a balance between the drama and... And like the supernatural horror mystery fantasy type show. So the plot became a little more engaging while still serving as a backdrop for for the characters, which also get more interesting. Like season one, episode one, I don't know, I, I wasn't super hooked by on episode one. Like that having wasn't. rewatched the whole thing by myself. Like just the vampire Stefan and some mystery murders or whatnot. Where I think it starts to get good is with the introduction of Damon bad boy vampire (laughs) he's quippy and he's not a good guy and he loves it but even by like episode i don't know a few in you know you start to see the characters change a little bit you see a darker side of stefan who he's like the vegan vampire he's the good guy you also learn he's like a fucking recovering blood addict whenever he gets around it he even had a little name for himself he went by the ripper the ripper (laughs) which later that's just sort of like a sub faction of vampires that just go on killing sprees but yeah so whenever stefan gets a taste of human blood he becomes the ripper yeah and you see more of a sensitive side to damon and all the other basic ass bitches elena is like the the leading lady of the show there's a like a love triangle between her stefan and damon and her family was one of the founding families who were like vampire hunters but she's in love with a vampire and she's also like a doppelganger, which is basically like sort of a supernatural clone of their ex-girlfriend from the 1860s who turned them into vampires. Oh, the rabbit hole oh goes deep. Oh my God, Palpatine. Vampire Diaries. Has somehow returned. <laughs> somehow. 
Palpatine. Somehow Catherine has Catherine returned. Catherine has returned. Yeah, and it's shit like that that just goes on throughout the show. They really live without consequence, and the only stakes in the show are just kind of the change in character relationships. Yes, that, oh my god. What was it? It was like the third or fourth episode. They literally got together, then they took a break. <laughs> and then the next episode, then they were together again. I was like, oh my god, make up your mind. Make up your mind. But, you know, because it's, you know, the CW, you have to... Yeah, there has to be, and it's you know you have to hit those points of their relationship. It being the CW, they trickled just enough like action that was promised in that you you stay invested and you get interested in the characters for that. It's like the Flash or the Arrow. Like there's not a lot of action scenes in those shows, mm-hmm. but they you know they get you just interested enough that that you stick around for all the the cheesy shit, and then next thing you know you're <laughs> invested in the cheesy shit and you kind of like it. Yeah. I, I had to be honest with myself because I am a Smallville fan. Yeah, Arrow, Flash. I just had to be honest with myself. I was like, all right, you know what? I can't really knock Vampire Diaries because it's <laughs> literally the CW. It's literally. And this is what they do. This is what. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, Smallville does the same things. Flash, Arrow, same same relationship problems and all that cheesy, corny stuff. Yep. I have to be real with myself. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Stefan and Damon are, they're fucking pedophiles. That's for sure. <laughs> they absolutely, that, yeah. 100%. God. I've, cr- that just doesn't change with, with any vampire yeah, franchise, I, I, I guess. Apparently that's every vampire story. Do we need Van Helsing or do need we need Van Helsid of Dateline NBC? <laughs> wow. <laughs> Take a seat, Stefan. <laughs> Take a seat, <laughs> I guess what? The Vampire Diaries a lot of twists and turns. Season one is really just introducing the town of Mystic Falls, where it takes place. The founding families of the vampire hunters, the Salvators, which are Stefan and Damon, vampires, mm. and the the old the old old vampires of their era who are coming back, and and their relationships with you know, these fucking high schoolers. <laughs> uh, what what would you say is good about the season one? What did you like about it? What is good season one? I. Honestly, the dialogue is not horrible. It's not bad. It's not bad. Uh, surprisingly, yeah. You know, if yeah, looking back on some of the shows, it's not the worst. This one, not not that bad either. I really like the relationship between Stefan and Damon. Oh yeah. I think Damon is definitely the most interesting and intriguing character. Yeah. Honestly, Stefan and Elena are pretty boring. In fact, Elena's kind of, I don't know, she's a little worthless <laughs> during this. Uh, she doesn't really need to be there. She's just kind of like swept up in all the events. I mean, she has that relation with Catherine, but Elena doesn't really do much or like contribute that much. Like I'm much more invested too with like the Salem witch Bonnie. Yeah, Bonnie's way cooler. That would have been interesting um, if a, like the Elena character was just switched out with Bonnie and maybe he just didn't have Elena. He just had Bonnie and there was like that weird Salem witch vampire. Mm. But I don't know. Yeah, because she's it. like yeah again the most interesting. And then maybe, you know, she's trying to uncover her ancestral Salem witchcraft. And then, you know, and then the vampires and all the mystical creatures that are coming around, they sense her power or something. I don't know. I could see the intention as she's sort of like the the audience's perspective of all the shenanigans. True, yeah. She's the sympathetic on. character. Yeah. She's the human character, yeah, mm-hmm. that you have to sympathize with. And, I mean, yeah, I guess Elena does represent the audience. We're getting swept up in this whole small town world of mystical creatures and whatnot supernatural shit so i i guess elena is essential in that sense i think she's the only one man, who, she's who just stays boring. human 
because she has oh, really? she has two friends, you know, Bonnie and Catherine. I think they have a friend named like Tyler or something. Uh, Tyler's hinted at to be a werewolf. Bonnie. Oh, is it the aggressive guy? The like the bully? In yeah. Their group the, for some reason that they hang around the with. Bro. He's a total asshole. Yeah. <laughs> they're like hanging out at a bar with each other or like yeah the location like, why is he there are really weird where all the high schoolers hang out they like hang out at a bar they go to like a forest party and if i can just go to school the next day yeah it's, the hangouts it's a little are weird. weird yeah and it's like scenes immediately after like he's like bullying them and then and then the scene cuts to them just all they're like sharing out, a joint a good time <laughs> yeah they're sharing a joint they're, <laughs> they're eating you know sharing fries and i'm like wasn't he just a total asshole to you guys it's like some Edward Bella relationship that they yeah. have. Yeah. And so I didn't understand Tyler's character at all, yeah. but I guess if he's uh, eventually becomes a werewolf. Yeah. So Tyler's a werewolf. Bonnie becomes, you know, she discovers her witch powers. Catherine, I think, gets turned into a vampire in season one. I forget now. Hmm. I'm pretty sure she does. So that really just leaves I Elena. Saw a recap. <laughs> I saw in a recap. I saw in a recap. Yeah. 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 It is season one because Bonnie's pissed at Damon about it. Yeah. So Catherine is a vampire in season one. Or no, it's season uh, two, because Catherine kills her with Damon's blood. And, you know, I'm not going to go. Yeah, so Catherine eventually becomes vampire, but Bonnie gets witch powers and so-and-so. So Elena really is the only, like, human-grounded element, because all the other humans also got shit going on, because they're either, like, vampire hunters or just they're there to die. So I could yeah. see the purpose of, of, of Elena. Sorry, Elena, I should say. She's the human. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I guess you need, need that character. But the show does learn from opinions like yours. Other people had it. In season one, episode one, there's big reveal of Stefan. Oh my God, he's so hot! And Damon gets revealed, his brother, at <laughs> at the end of the episode, and that's more of a of like a sinister, dramatic reveal. Stefan gets like the hot romance reveal, and Damon gets like the the spooky vampire reveal. But uh, as audiences came to learn, they're like, "Wait a minute, Damon's hotter." Sorry, Ian Summerholder <laughs> put a baby in me. And so <laughs> Damon and other more interesting characters like Bonnie, uh, they, they get more screen time in gotcha. following and, seasons. And Damon gets swept up into Elena's drama, right? Yeah. They get together yep. at some point. There's the show, another right? yeah. love triangle between Stefan, wow. Damon, and Elena, which mm. is just the same actress because they also had the hots for Catherine, who looked exactly like Elena. In the show, there's a thing called doppelgangers, which are like every few generations or something someone could be born who looks just like you or like every i don't know oh. it's like random it's a weird supernatural thing and doppelganger blood like witches can do crazy shit with it and it tastes really good to vampires i, I wonder how elena feels about that that they only like her because she looks like another person yeah there was there was a, there was a whole episode where she's just butthurt about that for for yeah, very oh, really? good reasons <laughs> she like just fucking drives away in her car it's a very twilight moment <laughs> where she learns oh, okay. something and then she drives away but, you know, it's it's a TV show, nice. so it lasts like an episode. Right, yeah. It's also better. But <laughs> anything else you liked about the show? Uh, I'm trying to think. Uh, yeah, I think Ian does the best job out of all of them, yeah. uh, performance-wise. I would agree. Bonnie's pretty good. Like, the girl plays Bonnie. Oh, Bonnie, yeah. Bonnie is, yeah, again, great, cool character. Cat Graham. Stefan, really bland. Elena, fine. Oh, I, I also liked Vicky's arc, which was short-lived, but... Oh yes. Ah, no pun intended. <laughs> Get fucked, Vicky. Yeah. I don't know. There's there's quite a real life metaphor to that with her drug addiction and shortening her lifespan and then intertwining that with the vampire stuff. 
it was quite heavy hitting actually and then when she died too that was really quite a shock i really thought she was honestly i thought vicky was going to be like an alchemist because of her like substance use an alchemist <laughs> I thought she was going to be like a future like alchemist <laughs> vampire or something i don't know Getting, like potions and shit <laughs> yeah like, i i honestly thought some some modern fantasy alchemy she's like just heating it up in a spoon with a lighter yeah you know <laughs> something like that that's what i was uh, that's honestly what i thought they were going with i don't know she was learning all the the potion lore i guess uh, but she was there to I die but she was there to die uh, yeah, and i, I think that was the most heavy hitting arc to, <laughs> to me i was like oh dang because it's you know it's a huge metaphor i guess yeah a little real life application on that on that part so that that honestly my my heart sank during that don't do drugs kids don't do drugs and don't hang out with fucking pedophile vampires jesus yeah fucking don't talk to strangers don't do that what the hell yeah elena and bella from twilight are maybe just textbook wrong choices they really are they just make the worst choice they just follow them out into the woods like all the time these dudes are so sketchy, yeah. and they're and they're not. They don't just seem sketchy. They're actually sketchy. Like whenever they're alone with them, with the ladies, <laughs> they just seriously contemplate killing them. That's presented as a yeah as a hot fact, which as we discussed in the previous episode, I'm not going <laughs> to comment a on. Kink, as you'd say. Do you want to be murdered by a vampire milf? <laughs> uh, Unrelated question to unrelated. the kink subject. The kink, yeah. Um, I mean, <laughs> I don't. I'll let you get back to it. I'll let you. I'll, I'll, I'll let you sleep it. on that one. <laughs> I would agree, though. The su- per- very serviceable performances and not cringy dialogue. It yeah. surprised me. It was kind of no, like the no. our March review of the map of tiny perfect things, where it's like right. sort of the teen comedy romance. You're like, oh wait a minute, surprise script. Yeah, surprise scripts. I think we all just have such a bad taste in our mouth of you know shit like Twilight. And whatever you know, other yeah. dumb you dramas know, are on. That might have also disserviced my diary watching. Is that I literally, I think it was the day before watching or starting the Vampire Diaries. I was just like vampired out. <laughs> the one Twilight, the Twilight movie did it to you. Shit. Yeah, it did. you had enough, and you went right into Vampire Diaries with the season one, which kind of follows the same arc. I was like, ah, oh, no, <laughs> no, I want to be done with this Vampire Love Triangle. No, maybe I need to. Um, we need to revisit it when I'm not uh, like you know fresh palate. Watch some Castlevania yeah, and then watch it. That way you got a good idea of vampires in your head. Honestly, that that might be yeah, might be a good way to watch it. Because um, you know Castlevania is filled with that fun you know ancient. That's lots of vampire intrigue. Yes, but I think it's part of the appeal of that that movie monster is that there's more to them than just walking around killing. There's that yeah element of intrigue and and lust and there's some interesting yeah magical elements to yeah it, and the magic stuff which, which this show explores way more than something like the twilight series does i think a lot of the witch stuff is my favorite part that's cool yeah and it's a show it's a low budget supernatural drama it knows what it is it doesn't get too extra with stuff which is like a pro anacon because the con is that all like the supernatural stuff a lot of it's just very explained instead of shown hmm because it's it's not a very hard set the rules aren't very hard and fast this early on so they just sort of whatever they need for the plot they throw in there and just kind of explain it as they go but again all that stuff is just sort of a backdrop for like the character drama and i think the character dramas you know it's it stands well enough that in this setting it's interesting it's pretty good cheesy date night drama 
Yeah, I guess it it's better than them just being normal hot dudes in a normal small town doing normal things yeah. and having the same drama. Well, you get vampire backdrop. You get, backdrop. You get, you get cool. the back the vampire and it's not like a twilight vampire backdrop where it's just no. They just say it's no. a vampire backdrop and then use it for a bunch of Mormon sex metaphors. No, there's there's <laughs> stakes and stuff going on. They got to make decisions. Yeah. People die a lot. People die in the show, yeah, and they... which I, I think in Twilight, well, it was just that one. So just the villain, one friend. I guess. yeah, the villain dies, and then like the one family friend dude is really creepy. Oh dude. yeah, the creepy the dude diner. from one scene, the walking yeah. red flag. I, I guess like, you're supposed to yeah the walking rapey red... uncle vibes that everyone got from yeah, him. Yeah, what the hell? Yeah, Santa. Santa. Oh, hey, you had a good kiddo. time. You remember, remember that? Remember me? I was dressed <laughs> like Santa. God, you grew up. <laughs> You had a good, yeah, you had a good time. <laughs> you had a good, you had a great time sitting on my lap. Yeah, much better, much more empathetic characters in this one to root for when they die and come yeah. back to life and, like four and, times. Yeah, again, with Vicky's arc, uh, good real-life stakes and something you, you know, audience can definitely relate to on on a more human level, I suppose. Yeah. Uh, it was good, it was good. Yeah, that's what it is. I have in my notes here... Um, Damon is hot. <laughs> I know our producer uh, yeah. told us to say yep. that or else we'll get canceled and our podcast canceled. Uh, hotter than Stefan, but the, oh my God, the Stefan face reveal was too funny to pass up. St- I'm sorry. Stefan is not attractive, <laughs> uh, at least uh, from my heterosexual viewpoint. He's not, he's not attractive. Yeah, I mean... I'm comfortable enough in my sexuality to say that I'd let Damon suck me dry. But Stefan, <laughs> yeah. Mm, yeah, maybe a half pint. Yeah, yeah not even that. <laughs> even Just the... think about Lazy Town the whole time. <laughs> Couldn't do it. I'm this sorry. is going down in history. That's what I picture he gets like when he's the Ripper. He just puts on the Robbie Rotten outfit and just like rips people's heads off. <laughs> it's his final form. His final form. His final vampiric form. If you oh want to be the villain number one. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe the actor wow. can play uh can play Robbie in a in a documentary about that actor's life. Yeah, maybe. I forget what perfect, perfect cast. I forget what the actor's name It'd is. It'd be like Gary Oldman in in uh, in Mank. Darkest Hour. Or in Darkest Hour. Yeah. <laughs> be like Christian Bale as Dick Cheney. He just fits yeah, the Christian role. Bale's Dick Cheney. He just really fits it. Daniel Day. Yeah, Lewis any any like Daniel Day Lewis role. If he's born yeah. to play it, he is. Yeah. Um, um. But Vampire Diaries, honestly, it's not that bad. I I like it. And fellas, the bitches love Vampire Diaries. So, if you're looking for a nice date night show, it's a pretty good option. I'd still try and get her to watch The Lighthouse if you can. <laughs> The most masculine movie. Yeah, it's just all about like a bunch of homosexual <laughs> overtones <laughs> about the two boys on a lighthouse going insane. Yep. That was us during this week's series of reviews. It was. I, I really explored a territory that I didn't think was possible. Just going insane. I'm like, Isaac, do you like Vampire Diaries? You're like, no. <laughs> Keeping secrets, are you? <laughs> Keeping secrets. Isaac, what went we? <laughs> Well, lights. any any anything else to say on on Vampire Diaries? I don't know. I mean, there's 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 not much to dissect here. It's not really I, a yeah. I only watched the first half of the first season, so <laughs> that, that just shows how qualified I am. I, I rewatched most of the first season, the bits that I hadn't seen when I walked in on the misses watching it, 
And I've also seen, you know, bits and pieces of of all the other subsequent seasons. You know, the ladies, they like it so much, they won't even wait for you to watch it. They'll just be watching <laughs> it and come home from work. It's fucking like season four, episode two. I'm like, okay, what happened? <laughs> they act annoyed when you ask, but then they explain it in depth, oh. fervently. They're like, so now there's this love triangle, and that interferes with them getting this amulet because this villain wants to resurrect dead family member and take revenge I suppose on... it's a little taste of our medicine me talking about star wars lore yeah. girl or dark soul lore, <laughs> like, I guess. Yeah. I this is just her getting revenge on me <laughs> getting revenge <laughs> she she's learned from her mistakes though she just doesn't bring up dark souls anymore oh yeah. or star wars that'll do it when i when i start talking about it she just leaves the room <laughs> like oh i gotta go she's just get in her car and drive away <laughs> drive away for doesn't even go anywhere. She just drives around the neighborhood for <laughs> yeah. a couple minutes and then comes back just to let comes you calm back. down. <laughs> and if I'm still going, she'll just go and leave again. Go to the grocery store. Yep. Doesn't buy, not buy anything. Just wander around. You just wander around. And now I understand. Kind of like that. Only I'm interested in, in Vampire Diaries lore. Uh, if you guys are interested. Yeah, do, you, do you think, Taryn, like if I were to continue watching this, do you think I will get something out of this? I feel like I'm just... I don't know. Uh, what what would my experience be if I continued the series? It's like, a, you know, it's a CW show, so it's beat by beat. You know, you it, mm. it, the, the plot itself is very twisty-turny. There's lots of, you know, ups and downs and betrayals and whatnot and hidden shit. But, like, from a story structure standpoint, a lot of the arcs are pretty similar. But they're entertaining okay. enough. If you, like, if you like the CW superhero shows, and if you like shit like supernatural that show oh yeah you'll like vampire yeah that's what i was thinking throughout like that my viewing is like should i just be watching supernatural because i i kind (laughs) of i watched the scooby-doo episode and i was actually damn this show's kind of fun supernatural actually do want to watch supernatural yeah supernatural's pretty good supernatural's a little darker than vampire diaries and a little less okay it's a little more yeah supernatural watching this i was like should i just be watching supernatural (laughs) right now instead of vampire diet you know i I don't know should i be wasting my time with diaries vampire diaries is just the supernatural that you watch when you want to get laid okay (laughs) that's that's a perfect explanation (laughs) for it yeah Uh, that makes sense all right. Did you learn anything new about vampire lore? Vampire lore. Vampire Diaries. Vampire world building. It introduces a lot of new vampire lore. They don't use garlic. They have like their own herb called vervain. Oh, yeah, vervain. It has a number yeah. of uses. Vampires can compel people, like take control of their minds and make suggestions, like hypnotic suggestions. Uh, and, you know, that harkens back to the old school vampire stuff. Uh, if you stake yeah. them not in the heart, they go into like a torpor. They're weak to fire. They need to be invited into someone's house. Stuff like mm-hmm. that that all adds it. It just puts a little more detail into the supernatural elements behind it. Uh, okay. But then it adds its own stuff. Like they can walk around in the sun if they can get a witch to make them like a sun ring. Oh, yeah. Those rings were kind of cool. Yeah, I liked the amulet stuff. You know, it's like the, the talisman. Yeah, the artifacts and the history and the flashbacks. Yeah, you know, it adds, it's fun it's stuff. Fun. That's 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 lore. One of my favorite parts about Star Wars, right there. You know, it's like there's fun Sith amulets. Yeah, spooky holocrons and ancient relics. Yeah, holocrons and mm-hmm. yes, it's fun. Yeah, plenty of that. Adds a bit of uh, age to it. Adds uh, adds some fun rustic <laughs> nostalgic uh, age. Fucking pedophiles. Age. <laughs> if you guys share in any of our uh, being dominated by 175 year old vampire cougars. 
I'd say, you know, I was going to say hit us up on social media, but I think there's some there's some forums for that <laughs> that we'd rather not have shared <laughs> with this image, with this brand. But feel free to email me. <laughs> and if you want to see our fan, our vampire fan fiction episode, let us know. We can we can write we it can, in diary form. We can make that all oh diary entries as if it's like as if we're narrating from our diary. Yeah. <sighs> oh, and then we can okay. We can be like tonight. You know, we can end it like tonight. I'm not sure if she's gonna kill me tonight. I'm not sure if she's gonna. I'm gonna wake up tomorrow. And then there's no entry after. Will that, she so kill me know. or will she love me? That's where we end it. And then there's no entry. If after she bites that, me. So it's up to audience interpretation. Will she stop tonight. Will there be blood? Or milk. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening into the podcast. <laughs> Let us know if you want more beautiful vampire fan fiction like that. Uh, check us out on social media to stay tuned for updates on the latest episodes. Thank you so much for listening. We appreciate you listening. Thank you. So that we could do more of it, more episodes like this. Maybe not ones like this week. That Twilight one was insufferable. But more movie reviews. Yeah. <laughs> more, yes. Absolutely. Keep giving us suggestions, and this has been Entry 47. This has been Entry 47, and this one was a suggestion by none other than than the Mrs. Portia Peter, who also, if you guys follow us on social media, is the one who does those beautiful graphics with our quotes and images from mm-hmm. the things that we consume yes. professionally. She listens to our podcast. She listens to it. And then she quotes it. Yeah, it's awesome. so her quoting and making those things shows that Someone listens to this. Someone cares. And so huge shout out to her for doing that. And huge shout out to Ian Summerhold. Just, yes. just because. Baby blues. Wait, does he have blue eyes? Oh, yeah, he does. Blue eyes, black hair. Hot. Yeah, that's why they were into it. Dream man. Dreamy vampire wow. bad boy. All right, anyway, we like girls. Uh, see you next week. <laughs> Bye-bye. Dear Diary, I still don't know the identity of my parents' killer, but... I'm sure it has nothing to do with my current affair. This is a beautiful woman, yet her touch is as cold as ice. I probably should have thought about that as it's resulted in some previously unforeseen performance issues. Look, it's cold and that makes, that just makes things smaller. And you know, I think, I think she's gonna have to come to terms with that. Also, I'm losing like a couple pints whenever I'm with her. So obviously I'm gonna have some performance. issues. you know what, I don't, you know what, we, we already talked about it. Why am I writing this down? Why does a 23-year-old man have a diary, you ask? Why does Indiana Jones have a satchel? All right, it's it's 2021, really. Come on, guys. It's not weird. Stop bullying me. Howdy, y'all. This is Terran, a.k.a. The Bad. Thank you for tuning in to our new program. Don't forget to like and subscribe so you don't get dysentery. Now, everybody pretend that I rode off into the sunset. Bye now.